1: All right, so... I guess we can start now. Um,
2: I guess. So
1: uh, fucking around? Bitch. Oh, wait, this doesn't have a webcam. That's a rubber stopper. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I thought I had a webcam this whole fucking time. Oh, well.
2: Well, good thing you didn't look for the driver. <laughs> well, I'm so
1: used to there being a webcam right there, and there's, like, a dot right there. But it's because it has one of those little... uh. Those clips that lock the screen shut when you close it? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, don't judge me. Let's just... <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Piece of shit. What you What you want What you want you want? Come on. What, you, what you want What you
3: want you want? What you want Come on. Come on. Come on.
2: Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. Los Angeles, California and coming out of the beautiful, the quaint, the picturesque, barren desert that is Phoenix, Arizona, out of a uh, motherfucking rally. shit out here,
1: too. Yeah. No yeah, got trees. It, it ain't the fucking Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, got trees. Stop lying. We got fucking trees, alright? I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespectful motherfucker. I'm tired of.
3: Daddy you judging me.
1: <laughs>
2: oh man. So uh really quickly I want to touch I didn't put this in the show notes, but yeah, most of you might notice we didn't have a podcast last week. And uh that was that that was because of me. Um Everybody already knows it was
1: because of you. <laughs> <laughs> I made a special podcast explaining <laughs> your bullshit. Well, that explains that. Uh... It was titled. It was titled "This Motherfucker."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. The, uh. Yeah. Just. Uh, we were gonna do it on. Um. Uh. We we're gonna do it on Monday because I had inventory for Sunday at my at my job, but uh, we ended up. Uh, then I had to, because at my job I got promoted to a manager, try so to shit can someone. And, uh, so, it just meant I was pulling a long stretch of days and just wasn't able to just, to do it, find the energy to do it. So, now that's all squared away. And, um, now here we are. So, yeah. Uh, thanks to Adam for doing his motherfucking job. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's no, there's no uh, thank you yet necessary because I'm used to picking up slack of bitches. Oh, now. so I mean it's all in a day's work. Motherfucker. <laughs> so as you get talking all that shit, you know, when you talk shit, you get shit.
3: <sighs>
2: <laughs> How's that webcam working?
1: <laughs> it's working just great.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I got a, I got a free laptop. Um we'll say this isn't in fucking show notes either. Um <laughs> I got a free laptop. It's like a it's like a old Toshiba satellite, the kind that they gave to corporate people. You know. It plays WoW on low, and I'm on it right now. Rocking Windows XP. Like a boss. And was I'm it, like wasn't it like two thousand five? Yeah, it was like two thousand six. And I give it one more year. And uh, <laughs> that makes um, it better. I'm so used to laptops having webcams that I just assumed. Because I, I don't – look, I don't have very good – I'm sensitive to light. So if I'm staring at a screen for a while and I look up at a dark place where the webcam should be and I see a dot, I just think it's a webcam. I can't see it. <laughs> so I was telling Steve, oh, I got to get the webcam driver. That that bit ain't working. you know, And he's like, oh, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. You know, fucking Steve talking. And then I reach over and, nope, it's just a rubber stopper.
2: Well, it was funny because like we do uh, uh, te- Google uh, Google Hangouts <laughs> test.
1: And I was like, he's like, oh, We I- were not testing the video. We were testing the audio. <laughs> so suck it. <laughs> yeah, but my picture came through. <laughs> Unfortunately.
2: <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. But uh, actually, speaking of fucking funny. Was uh, if you guys haven't seen it, actually, I'm gonna add this to the post. Um, Peter Holmes Superman versus Batman video. Uh, Peter Holmes is a comedian. He does a lot of like spoofs and funny shit, but this one was just ridiculous. It was. <laughs> I guess it was his vision of what uh, the first encounter between Batman and Superman would be and batman talks so much (laughs) (laughs) track so
1: steady shit
2: (laughs) oh my god it was like i mean when he was talking about uh, oh when he was talking about bane he was like you could have came here and you could have you could have crushed him with like your finger he broke my back (laughs) (laughs) and then when they kept making fun of his disguise you know no, he's got glasses off, his glasses yeah. on. Then he gets the red eyes and they're like laughing at him, like what are you gonna do?
1: <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> so funny.
2: Uh if you haven't checked it out, you
1: gotta watch it. This shit is funny. Um uh, although the costumes look pretty good. Commissioner <laughs> Although Batman kinda looks like he has like Down syndrome or something. Like <laughs> you know, he just looks like an idiot, really. Not that anyone would down center. That this is going down the dark path. <laughs> but what, what I'm trying to say is, he looks stupid. He looks like a frat boy, to be honest. Like he a who, hey, bro?
3: Yeah. I'm Batman,
2: bro. <laughs>
1: with a little bit of a beer gut. A little <laughs> bit. Hey, you know what? You can do what you gotta do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, I'd imagine if you're Batman, you're drinking heavily.
1: I would imagine. Maybe, maybe Justice is high in fat. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe.
2: Uh, but speaking of Batman. Got myself Batman Arkham Origins. And I actually played that shit. Don't only care about that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this cover the guy.
1: yeah, I want to get that game. <laughs> yeah, I want to get that game. So I don't give a fuck if you have that game. Because I'm a hater.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, um... I've heard some people complain. Yeah, I've, I've read some stuff like you were telling me that like people, some people are saying it's like it looks like the same as Arkham Asylum or Arkham City. Is that necessarily a bad thing? No, because to me, Arkham City was fucking smoking
1: and like one of the greatest comic book video games of all time. Yeah, if I'm... not one of the greatest video games of all time. Let's keep it real. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: you know, yeah, the fighting mechanics are the same, but so was Arkham Asylum to Arkham City. So why wouldn't the, the fighting? Fight,
1: the fighting mechanics were fucking awesome, though.
2: Yeah, I, that's what I that's what I kind of don't see. Like, what were people expecting? Like, it, it, to me, it just didn't seem like it made much sense. Some of the some of the gripes about it, but visually, it still looked fucking amazing. The fighting mechanics were awesome. It was great because you could just jump into it and go. You know, I mean, they, it had a couple of little like. Um, you know, like you counter moves where you can just, you hit triangle. I bought it for the PS three. So it automatically, you know, um, counteracts that but I mean it was just I I fucking thought it was slick. I liked it a lot. And uh tomorrow I want,
1: I want um I want the Arkham games to become like Call of Duty where they don't really change that much because the formula works. Yeah. They just add little things here and there. Like I like that. Because then it's safe. You know when a new one comes out, you're like, I know I'm going to like that game, so I'm going to save up and get it. Right. Fucking always changing shit up. Yeah, I mean. Ain't no one got time for that.
2: (laughs) But even, too, you think about it, Assassin's Creed, kind of the same thing. Yeah. You know. There's a formula, and it works. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they added some new stuff, like the whole naval battle and stuff like that, which is cool. A little gimmicky, but cool. But you don't see people hating on it. I'm hating on it. You hate you on anything.
1: Hate uh. <laughs> you
2: hate on anything.
1: Anything. Because I don't give a fuck.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, this week, uh, my girlfriend got me that fucking Revenge of the Jedi poster. And for those of you that uh, are, don't know, uh, Revenge of the Jedi was the original title for Return of the Jedi. Um, the first teaser posers that posters that were released for that film said Revenge of the Jedi, and then shortly after they were released, they were pulled because Lucas realized that you, Jedi's can't have revenge. So renamed it Return of the Jedi, and then it, those had been considered kind of lost. So she
1: found one for me. Must be nice to have a girlfriend who buys shit. Why are you gonna be like that? I don't know. Wait, I'm in a hate mood. I'm <laughs> you serious man. in a hate mood, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry
2: uh see see because with this this is something i wanted since i was a kid
1: that's pretty dope though
2: yeah i mean it's like
1: i think we mentioned Where'd she it. find it or is it just like a reprinting
2: um she found it online and you know she obviously she has these sites that she goes to you know black market shit you know and okay. <laughs> you know uh but fuck dude that was like gone You know, it it was to me it was this is how geeky I fucking am. Like I got it. I literally started to cry. Like wow. It's like one of those things where you like want it for so long and you're like getting here just like
1: when she like, you don't have to be a little bitch about it. <laughs> That'd be fucked up.
3: <laughs> I would mean, be like, well,
1: you ain't gotta be a bitch about that I was like, damn, if, I mean, if you were gonna be a bitch about it, I would've got you a box of tampons. <laughs> like, that would've ruined the whole fucking moment. Just like, yeah. damn, really? Yeah, so there's was like, <laughs> see, this is all about emotionality! It's like, it's like, why don't you leave the poster and take your punk ass out the house? How about that? Uh,
2: But, no, nah, she was, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was just one of those, like, one of those like awesome moments. Like I told one of uh, one of my coworkers about it, and he looked at me and he was just like, "Really? She got you that?
1: She's always getting you shit."
2: No, but like like this the, you know, getting me yeah, this getting me stuff that I like is cool, but this is like, you know, it's that thing that like, you know, you mention once and then it's like that's you
3: if know If you
1: if you want to follow the Lazy Geeks uh Instagram page, it's now become the shit steve's girlfriend bottom pain <laughs> wow <laughs> so, dude. shit no seriously because neither of us have time to go out <laughs> so that's really oh, oh that's boasted <laughs> it's cool too it's cool shit doctor who shit um little uh batman joker figurines oh you saw that one there those, those dope t- too oh yeah yeah
2: i got uh i got the one of the jokers i want to have one that was on my desk at work <laughs>
1: it's like yeah I would leave nothing at work, fucking thieves. <laughs>
2: Take my shit. I got fucking metal locate. I got lojacks on these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you, and I will kill you.
1: <laughs> I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> Take my
3: shit. Uh,
2: but, like Adam was saying, you know, like we both don't have time for shit. And uh, actually, last week. I actually got to like clean up my fucking computer. Dude, it's been like. I was looking at it and I'm like, fuck, this thing's running slow. I was like, going, shit, when was the last time I actually did anything? It was like two months ago. I'm like, fuck. Because I I do everything on my laptop, and Adam, you know, does the same thing. It's like, we do everything on him. And, you know, everything for the website, and, you know, he's got his games, you know, I got. You know, shit that he sends me. Hey, dude, check this picture out. Hey, dude, check this bitch out. (laughs) I got all that shit. Hey, man, I'm just
1: trying to help you out.
2: No, I I didn't say that in a bad way. See?
1: That's right. Yeah. (laughs) He's got a folder. Shit, Adam sends me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: It literally says shit, Adam sends me. (laughs)
1: I sent a dope ass fucking wallpaper yesterday. Yeah, I know. I saw that.
2: That was shit. pretty fucking sick. But uh, yeah, so I was cleaning it up, and you know it takes a long time when even when you run like uh, you know the disk cleanup, and this shit like runs and I'm like
1: and I'm like fuck, I'm like fuck, it has been a while, hasn't it? The porn sites will put a lot of temp files on your computer. Yeah, that is what it is.
3: Yeah.
1: But, uh, <laughs> so you um have upgraded to microsoft office 2013 i hear
2: yes um originally i had um i had office 2013 but i didn't have, i didn't pay for it i got a licensing through this motherfucker over here Yes, right yeah and um he, you know, and you know, it's it's good for a year. If you don't renew it, you basically can't use it anymore.
3: <laughs> and
2: yeah. uh, so um, Adam had said he wasn't going to renew it. And I was like, all right, you know what? I had 2010. I'll just switch back to 2010. So when I was streamlining my computer and taking shit off that I, I didn't really need, I thought, well, I'll just remove it and then go back to 2010. Well, I started going back to 2010. And then I just started really looking at it and really playing around and going, damn, I really like 2013. So then I decided I was like, going, well, fuck it. You know what? I'm just going to get the licensing myself. You get the five keys and what, what have you. So I thought, you yeah, know, I'll go ahead and do it myself. And then this motherfucker. <laughs>
1: hey, I didn't renew it. I got another year from work. <laughs> I don't pay for shit. <laughs> Never pay full price. <laughs>
2: uh but uh but no like it's funny because uh i put in the show notes that i got you know 2013 and digging it and he's like it's funny how now that you pay for it you dig it <laughs>
1: yeah i was like now that you had to throw that ends in
2: yeah no i was like no it wasn't that it was just having it it was cool and then switching back to 2010, I realized all the elements that I really... You didn't, liked you didn't realize how cool it was. Yeah, until I went back. And then when I got 2000, you know, 2013, playing around with everything and just the way Outlook... I mean, um, I have Outlook done up and uh, OneNote. So then I just uninstalled 2010. And, and it's cool, too, because like, if I decide not to redo this for another year, I can switch back. But uh, um, But yeah, so... It just, it's now, you know, what is it? Uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Hmm. So,
1: you know. I don't know if it's that serious. I mean, it's just Microsoft Office, but, <laughs> you know. yeah, you no, know. I get it. Yeah, and hate Adam. <laughs> don't hating on everything. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm not hating. I mean, I, I like Microsoft Um. I don't know why I keep saying Microsoft Office 2013. Um, Office 2013 still. Like, I don't use it all the time. I use it sometimes. I haven't really gotten an Outlook yet because I don't really feel I need it. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> all that shit's built into Windows 8, like Calendar and all that silly shit. And then, um, But my daughter uses it for school and my wife uses it for whatever the fuck she does. And, um, well, my, so
2: it, I my, yeah, my work uses Excel and, um, word. So I use that. I don't use much of like in the way of like access.
1: Cause I don't think anybody does? does. I mean, access I, is such a specific program.
2: Yeah. And I haven't, I don't use publisher and PowerPoint on occasion. I'll use, but not, not a whole lot. But and I but I use Excel a lot and like Adam asked me what the fuck do you use Excel for? And for me, I have like formulas that I use. <laughs> Ooh, shit. I,
1: oh shit! Oh damn! Excuse me.
2: I do scheduling at work and then I track sales and stuff Did like that. You so... say I
1: be scheduling? I would be scheduling at work and shit. <laughs> I
2: would be scheduling at work and shit, you know, keep these motherfuckers on task.
1: But and, see, uh, I'll be getting a lot more use out of Office. Come next year because I'm gonna start going to school. Mm. So there's that. So at least <laughs> I'll have all the tools at my disposal. Um, but as of right now, I might get an Outlook a little bit. I mean, I heard the new Outlook is sick. I demo it to people at work. Yeah, like I, I like it. Yeah, it's you can get to all your information from, from one page and blah, blah 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 blah. You know, but it just seems like way more. It's like overkill for just checking my email. Mm-hmm. i that just don't have important shit going on. But like I said. Like I said. But I think I can sync out look with my um my phone since I have a Windows phone. See my Windows phone has a lot of tricks up its sleeve that I don't utilize. <laughs> like I could I could control my Xbox and fucking all that shit. I'm trying to figure out a way yeah, to get I can, it. To... I
2: can control your Xbox too you
1: can't control shit (laughs) I'm trying to figure out a way to get to let it access my home group so I can because I have my Xbox on my home group so I can access all my videos and shit and pictures and music from my main computer on the Xbox which we all know could happen but I'm assuming my phone can do it too right but I haven't really looked into it much and I don't have my phone on me because my wife always fucking takes my phone when I do the podcast you don't need your phone you know give what? Give me your phone. I don't know why my Salvadorian wife sounds like <laughs> Fran Drescher. You don't need your phone, okay?
2: Yeah, and then she and he gives it to her because she's like, "You don't give it to me, I'm gonna cut you."
1: That's true. That shit ain't funny. I cut you in your sleep. I give it to her. I'm not fucking using it. It's just another <laughs> distraction. And then it's gonna get to the point where she's like, "Ah, uh, do you have anything to say on that article, huh?" <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about oh sorry I was downloading this app it's like I'm sorry I was fucking being an awesome pimp bitch <laughs> Mother, fuck it let's, let's go... get on with the news playing around
2: <laughs> uh with overseas promotions beginning for Marvel Thor Marvel's Thor at the Dark World some questions being thrown around at Marvel Studios pre- president Kevin Feige range anywhere from where is he um, where is he going what <laughs> where is he what's he going to do about the return of some characters and where is he going uh, but Collider spoke with uh, Fig about his future with Marvel. About five months ago, they asked him when his contract would end with Marvel. He claimed at the time that it would it would continue through Phase Two, which would end with the release of The Avengers: Age of Ultron. With some time passing, he asked uh, him again the two weekends ago uh, in London during a press event. He now claims that he will that it will quote-unquote be a while at least through the next phase or so which is good news for for marvel fans as one of the originators of the whole marvel cinematic universe will remain where he's at uh there were rumors early on that he could actually become the new um head of um, the new studio head for disney fortunately that didn't happen Since Marvel has regained the rights to both The Punisher and Daredevil, news on both of the characters have been next to nothing. Fig told Bleeding Cool that they are, quote, trying to figure out what to do with Daredevil now, which is good news for Marvel fans that would like to see some type of adaptation of the current Mark Wade series. As for Punisher, Feig said, Pun-, quote, "Punisher could show up at one point. You know, once we've got characters back into the Marvel fold, we don't want to do something right away. We want to do some. We want to do the smart thing at the smart time." End quote. Uh, while fanboys want to see these movies right away. They know that if Marvel takes their time with these projects, it could help wipe away the fatal memories of the Ben Affleck and the three Punisher films that made fans' skins crawl. (laughs) As long as uh, Fig is staying behind the desk at Marvel, I think fans will enjoy seeing something of quality coming out somewhere in Phase 3. Did you ever see any of the uh, Punisher movies?
1: I saw the first one
2: which was the one with Dolph Lundgren or,
1: Oh no, I didn't see that far back. I saw the first (laughs) new one. That was it. Uh, Thomas Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. I mean, it was cool for what it was big action movie. You know what I mean? But, um, I didn't see the second one after that. And I haven't seen any of the older ones. Yeah. I,
2: I, I never really have vague recollections of the one with Dolph Lundgren, but he's just bad acting. Um, blonde guy with jet black hair. Um, The one with Thomas Jane was alright. The one that came after that, uh, it was just too, like, too, too over-the-top, bloody, violent, like, you know, people's heads blowing up and stuff like that. Which is, I understand, okay for, like, the comic book. Yeah. But in real life, it just takes you out of that whole, you know... I don't know. Just takes. It seems to take me out of the whole thing of it being dark and gritty because it doesn't necessarily. Just because it's Punisher doesn't mean it has to be violent. You know, he's just not necessarily the nicest guy you want to deal with. I agree with
3: you.
2: I agree. But I definitely need to get rid of uh, Ben Affleck's taste out of the whole Daredevil deal.
3: Mm
1: -mm. Well, you can get a new taste when he does Batman. (laughs) Of course, he's he's a. Much better actor than he was back then, but we'll see. Um, we're not going to get into that. But speaking of Batman, that was a good setup for a segue. That was like a an alley oop of a segue.
2: I like I how you always it. draw attention to it when you make a good one. Instead of going with it, you draw
1: attention to the. Because I'm proud. I'm proud of myself. Fuck it. Pat on the back. I get you going. You know. Um, I, mean, I was trying to help you out too. Fuck you then. My, <laughs> fucking, my segue. Um, Cartoon Network has pulled Beware the Batman from their DC Nation lineup. A new episode was scheduled to air on Saturday. This would be uh, last Saturday. Um, No. Yeah, last Saturday. We'll go with that. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that episode, as well as the encore of uh, the last week's episode, are no longer set with two episodes of Teen Titans Go! in its place. That Teen Titans Go! is actually kind of a fun show, dude. Um, I can
2: get past the title. Teen
1: Titans Go! It's, it's, it's funny. Like, stupid shit. There was no talk about the show being canceled, which makes this a shock to fans of the series, all five of them. <laughs> um, Cartoon Network responded to IGN's questions about the cancellation, quoting, Currently, Beware the Batman is no longer on our air. DC Nation will continue on Saturday mornings at 10/9c. That would be Central. With new exclusive shorts and a full hour of encore episodes of Teen Titans Go. Um, there. That's the end of the quote. There was no further details as to why this has happened, but the safe bet would be ratings, Beware where the Batman hasn't been doing as well as Teen Titans Go, or the previous Batman series, Batman: The Brave and the Bold. that Brave and the Bold was kind of dope, dude. That cartoon. Oh yeah. yeah. I still watch cartoons. I don't give a fuck. I do too. Um, This isn't the first time Cartoon Network has pulled a DC show without warning either. Really? I know. About a year ago, Cartoon Network pulled new episodes of Young Justice and Green Lantern: The Animated Series for their, or sorry, from their schedule with no previous announcement to the fact that remaining the remaining episodes, while canceled, did later get their remaining get played. The remain what? (laughs) <laughs> the remaining already recorded episodes aired at a later date currently 11 episodes of beware the batman have aired out of its 26 episodes first season hopefully for fans of the series cartoon network will air the remaining episodes that show i mean it sucks that they just pulled it but honestly i don't think anyone noticed yeah like no one really
2: watched it well that's the funny thing is like when we were talking about we were talking about these earlier and to me, it just was funny because of the fact that I forgot
1: the show was on. Dude, the art book was whack. The yeah. art book was whack, dude. Like, I try to look past certain things, but I mean, it is a cartoon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the artwork should be dope.
2: Right. Yeah, I I, I know. It's kind of like, um okay. It just, yeah, it just seems to kind of, I don't know, to me, the, the artwork just was...
1: Not all that interesting. Yeah, it's just I don't know, it looked weird. It looked too simplistic. It, it looked like they were trying to go for the old the animated series, but the animated series was stylized, man. Like it had a like a like it was simplistic, but in like a cool way. You know, it's almost yeah. hard to explain.
2: Yeah, no, I get it because like that that was one of the ones that I actually started watching at that point. That and the uh, the Superman series that came out around the same
1: time. Which was drawn pretty much the same
2: was, way. Yeah, drawn pretty much the same way. So it was like, there was a cohesiveness to the two. So it was actually really, really cool to... Uh... Yeah, they could
1: do crossover episodes and they look dope. Yeah. like They just look normal. You can't do no crossover episode with that fucking Beware the Batman. <laughs> oh, They don't draw shit like that.
2: Yeah. Uh, where
1: In what universe does Batman look like that? When are we going to get a Beware the Batman and Boondock's crossover? <laughs> Actually, I'd watch that. I would too. Yeah.
2: All right, moving on into gaming news. Just when you think that Microsoft is getting things right, they tend to blindside you with something completely ass backwards. This is one of the things that I hate about new software. Every company thinks that make that many proprietary data ports is the way to go. Uh, instead, it just makes people annoyed. And Sony is ahead of you, requiring a patch for new for the new headphones. Previous information about older Xbox 360 headphones needing an adapter to work on the new Xbox One weren't completely accurate. It seems that Microsoft requires all third-party headphones, even the ones designed for the Xbox One, to need an adapter for the new console. The confusion arose when a press release from headset maker Turtle Beach claimed that the new headsets X04 and X07 were, will not be released until Q1 of 2014, blaming it all on the lack of an adapter. Quote, Turtle Beach expects to launch the XO4 and the XO7 headsets for the Xbox One console in the fourth quarter of 2014, read the press release. Uh, The Xbox One headset adapter being built by Microsoft to provide to turtle beach for inclusion with new gaming with new gaming headsets will not be available until early 2014 he went on to explain cvg contacted turtle he- um, turtle beach turtlehead <laughs> uh, turtle beach for clarification on the stipulation that the headset adapters are to be for inclusion with new gaming headsets and are not pure, and not purely for backwards compatibility Turtle Beach Corporation um, corporate communication rep David Lowry confirmed that Microsoft produced adapters will indeed be required to use for its Xbox One headsets and this is an adapter that will be included in the box with the set headsets this seems to be a bit weird that Microsoft would require would not give Developers the specs to manufacture headsets with the new n- new data port specification. Microsoft has remained quiet on the whole situation and will release a basic chat-only headset with the Xbox One. Of course, in typical Microsoft fashion, they haven't released any information about the adapter, like when it will come out and how much it will cost. For some reason, it seems like the whole Xbox 360 fiasco of seven years ago. How, um, how many more adapters will we have to purchase for their console.
1: I just want, for next generation, I just want a good wireless headset that works with chat and and game audio. That's what I want. And I feel that I'm not the only one who wants that. Oh, no. So if Microsoft, now, Sony did it. Sony came out with quality headset um, for the PS3. I don't know if you remember, but they came out with two of them. One was like simulated surround sound, the other one was normal stereo. High quality. i mean Sony, you know—they've been doing this right. shit for longer than they've been making game systems. Right. Quality headset, good sound coming out of them. I got to demo them when the Sony guy came into work. They were awesome. If Microsoft could pull that off, then i, I don't care. I mean, if you could put out something quality, then I'm fine with it. Cause I'm not—I'm I'm not about the trends, man. I don't give a fuck. You know, a lot of people are about the trends. Oh, I gotta get Turtle Beach because that's what my, all my friends have. I care less what my friends have. First of all, my friends are boring. They don't. Have, my friends are broke. Any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that always has the stupid toys, and I'm supposed to be the poor one.
3: Right. You
1: know, but I mean, if Microsoft come out, that's what pissed me off though, because they they come with the chat chat only headset. Okay, that's fine. But are you gonna come out with a step above that? Yeah. Or are you just gonna say, well, we'll leave it to third parties? Yeah, but don't make it a pain in the ass for them.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, to me, it's like, why aren't you giving them the specs to do that? I mean, is It's proprietary, okay? We get that. And usually when you, and then it's funny because always the initial consoles have the proprietary. Then when they do the slim down version, oh, they switch it over to traditional, you know, USB or 3.5, you know, connections. They
1: they get over the bullshit. Yeah. Because um, I know that the Xbox is doing the Wi-Fi Connect or the Wi-Fi Direct. Right. Which is fine. It's a solid technology. There's nothing wrong with Bluetooth though. Mm. But I, I, it's whatever. Okay, for the controllers. Um, so where's that leave headsets? Like, are the, I forget? Like, are the headsets Bluetooth for Xbox? For the Xbox? No. See, so it's like all your existing Bluetooth technology is not going to work, and it's it seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot because you got Windows phones.
3: Yeah.
1: Windows phones could have definitely utilized the um the Bluetooth technology. Yeah. You know, just sync up.
2: And like, my, and, like, Sony went ahead and did something different, but they require all PS3 headsets, Bluetooth headsets anyway, to require a patch so they can work. That's cool. I mean, that's, you know, that makes sense to me. Because, obviously, the technology is a little different, and probably so they're going to, you know, have to, you know, make it a patch for it to work. But why do you have to make it such a pain in the ass? I know. It's like... Yeah, because, like, Microsoft goes, we're going to give you a cheap-ass, you know, (laughs) cheap-ass earbuds that you can use for your thing. But um, we're going to make – you can get better stuff, but we're going to make it completely pain in the ass for you.
1: Well, I mean – and they're they're both guilty of it at different times. I mean, Sony's the king of proprietary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, If you really look at the history in in different medias and stuff like that.
2: (laughs) They're memory sticks.
1: (laughs) I know. Memory – I mean – the memory stick duo. You can only. You have to pick the most expensive memory stick. Yeah. To use with your shit, or um, the current Vita uses a proprietary charging cable. The right. new one's not going to. And it's so sad that we're all jumping for joy for a charging cable. Like if you're not using, if you're not using the mini mini USB or micro USB, you're a fucking tool. Unless you're Apple, because you're you've already been a tool. <laughs> you know. So it's. It, I've seen. The very few older Android phones that don't use that cord. And I'm like, really? What the fuck is this piece of shit? Yeah. I come to my job, and I'm like, I, I can't fucking charge this. Take this away. <laughs> away from my counter. After you're throwing it on the floor, stepping on it a couple of times. Damn right. <laughs> it's like, what? Do, my, um, my phone's messing up. What do I need? I look at the charging, a new fucking phone. <laughs> That's what you really need. You better go to mobile, hook it up. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. The PS Vita exclusive title, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD, which I have yet to play, damn it, will be making its way to the PlayStation Network on January 14th, with an Xbox 360 arcade version being worked out as well.
3: What?
1: For those PC gamers out there, a Steam version of the game will make its way to your digital doorsteps on January 15th.
3: Steam!
1: I know. Liberation follows Aveline Day Grand Prix. Avaline de Grand Prix. Yeah, why not? Or Grand Prey, I don't know. Sure. Um, a, fe- a, fe- <laughs> sure. a female a female de French. <laughs> a female assassin who operates in 18th century New Orleans. Developer Ubisoft notes Liberation has been reworked has its pacing's been reworked and the new release will feature 15 new missions that give a bit more insight into Avaline's background. That was a big complaint um with Liberation was that you had this cool assassin, but they didn't really flesh her story out that much. So that's cool that they're gonna add some missions in there to kinda because Assassin's Creed, I mean, as cool as it is to play those games, it's all about the story. Yeah. Like if if you're not if you don't have a solid story, it sucks. Assassin's Creed Liberation HD will run you twenty dollars, nineteen ninety nine on on the PSN. Um pricing on the other two platforms hasn't been announced, but you can expect it to be the same. For those that don't have a PS Vita, here's your chance to play this awesome addition to the Assassin's Creed series. I've heard nothing but good things about this game other than the, um, the storyline thing. But even then, it's just like, I, I just wish they would, you know, flesh it out. It's not like, a, fuck this game. Um, <laughs> yeah. For the Vita, and this isn't saying much, but for the Vita, this is the game. Like, if you buy a Vita, you're going to buy this game. It's it's one of the games that you have to have with your Vita. Um so I, I was already planning on buying it for the Vita, but I mean, if I can buy it on Steam, fuck it. <laughs> <Yeah. 'Cause laughs> I I'm stop. getting that. I'm gonna get that Vita.
2: <sighs> yeah, I know. I want to get that too. But you know, for like 20 bucks, I mean, that's shit. Playing on my PS3 and shit.
1: I know. <laughs> of course, with the uh, six-inch quad-core fucking Windows 8 phone coming out. Who needs a Vita? Jesus Christ. This phone is massive. (laughs) Just massive. Like my dick. (laughs) I was waiting for that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, moving on to the comic news. Uh, This article actually comes from Newsarama. Uh, Daredevil number 36, due out in February of 2014, is the final issue of the series. Okay, they need to get a proofreader on their site, because it's actually supposed to be 2014, not 2013, because then it would have ended already, um... Chris
3: time.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Chris Samney confirmed on Twitter with a post that includes the cover of the issue that there is some speculation about the series fate due to the answer of a letter column in uh in uh last week's Daredevil number thirty two. Editor Steve Wacker said that in mm. <laughs> this in the response of a, to a fan letter. Thanks, Jail. Uh Many of you seem to have enjoyed DD Colorist Javier Rodriguez's artwork in his recent two-parter, and I certainly hear you. Javier will be back to draw issue 34 in a couple of months, give um, to give Chris time to focus on our big two-part finale to this era of Daredevil. Sad, I know, but all things must come to an end, right? Turns out that was in fact a um, protem for things to come. Now we we're not betting. Uh, we're not betting men here at Newsarama, but if we were, we bet there's a forthcoming announcement of an all-new Marvel Now Daredevil number 1 or something to the effect for March 2014, especially since Wacker carefully said this era of Daredevil. Marvel's not talking for now, but you can confirm that Samney's tweet is truthful. Mark Waid's run on Daredevil and artist Paulo. Revi- um Riviera and Chris Samney have been critically and fan acclaimed winning multiple Eisner and Harvey awards throughout its its offing. No comment has been made by Wade yet, but in recent interviews remarks, Wade, along with the fact that 2014 is Daredevil's 50th anniversary, suggests that ending the current series will not be the end of Daredevil as a Marvel solo character. Um, I completely agree. Uh, Marvel's been ending a lot of titles, and I think you're going to cover some of them. Ooh. um and uh but yeah, you know, Marvel's moving everything over into the whole Marvel now, so you know, they ended the Avengers and Thor and all of those to do that. So obviously the titles that kept going are going to get them now and come out in a new Marvel now. So and for the 50th anniversary, you know, they're not getting rid of it in the 50th year.
1: No, of course. I mean, they're 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 consolidating. Yeah. And Marvel's been doing a very slow consolidation of their books for the past like 3 years now. Yeah. Um just kind of I could see that they're kind of testing the water, seeing what people like, and then they're just cutting shit. Um, DC did the same, but they just did it all in one.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, reset. Yeah, reset.
2: Um, and we'll bring out this many, but then after
1: that, we'll see what people like, and then which you gotta kind of give it to. D- I mean, I'm not knocking Marvel, um, but you gotta kind of give it to DC on that because they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're rebooting everything, and then we'll put out this and this and see but it's all within the same construct so it's just neater like it, it's just more organized but marvel's yeah. fine too i mean the way they're doing it is it's just the normal way of doing it, <laughs> it yeah.
2: yeah for marvel it's just basically i mean it's not a reboot like people kept saying oh they're reading they're not rebooting they're just doing the number scheme um yeah. chinking everything back to one and and going from there but like what dc did yeah it was bold i mean starting everything over from scratch and they needed to to be honest let's be honest with dc DC was i mean
1: the way marvel is now is kind of convoluted but the way dc was (laughs) fuck you didn't know what and i was a big dc fan i was confused i was like who is this dude and why are we doing
3: this
2: (laughs) yeah i mean you know how many earths how many infinite earths you know
1: it's getting ridiculous when you gotta hit up wikipedia to figure out what dimension you're in It's getting weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, honestly, I, w- I would love if I woke up one morning and I heard Marvel was going to do the same thing. Like, that they just just cut everything and reboot it. Yeah, that would you be know, cool. But they're kind of doing that. They're just doing it in a in a, a easier to digest way. Because when D C did, everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You know, this one so. here,
2: I think it's 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 more succinct. Like we're seeing a lot more of it, but at the same time, it's more of what people are used to.
1: Exactly. So now it's like, okay, I get it. Okay, this is cool. I can deal with this. I do want to say on a side note that the entire time that we've been doing this, the fan on this laptop hasn't turned on once.
2: <laughs>
1: that's kind of good, man.
2: Yeah. Or bad,
1: <laughs> depending on how you're looking no, at it. No, it's not. It's not hot at all. Oh, okay. It's slightly warm in in one area. That's it.
2: Yeah. Just putting some toast on there.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Anyway. As we get closer to year's end, we'll start seeing many more cancellations between Marvel and DC Comics in the coming weeks. This last week saw a few from both camps with um, finances being tighter with both publishers. I thought it said finances being tighter. <laughs> uh, it seems that comics are going the way of, tele- of television series-, series. If they aren't hit hits right out the box, they get canceled. That's the cold truth, too. Yeah. Um, Steve wrote this article, by the way. That's why I'm kinda like <laughs> I'm saying it, but I'm listening to it at the same time. Um, DC Comics this last week canceled Justice League of America vibe with issue number ten. Did we really think that was gonna keep going?
2: No, I think when you and I first saw it, we were
1: like, yeah, no. That was well, not even in a bad way. That was just an introduction. Like DC's like, okay, vibe's gonna be an important part, but most people don't know who the fuck vibe is. Yeah. So let's let's introduce them. Like I think a 10 issue run is more than enough. I, I assumed a six issue run.
3: <laughs> I would um,
1: think of four. I mean, I know or know? just one <laughs> quick. No, a
2: one shot, you know,
1: <laughs> let me get an issue zero real quick. You know? Um, the final issue of the comic will hit retailers in December as, as will Katana, which is another introduction thing to me, uh, which will also end with issue number 10 in December. I feel that was planned for the beginning. This is the latest in a series of cancellations by DC for comics that are not hitting the marks that many publishers are demanding. On the Marvel side, the latest in a slew of cancellations is Fearless Defenders, which will end with issue number 12 in December. Um, Writer Colin Boone confirmed via his Tumblr that they will try to wrap up as much of the main story elements as they can. I never thought to follow comic book artists on Tumblr and shit. It's actually I, a good fucking idea.
2: I know when you think about it, it's like, wait, that's a picture blog. That would it's be like, perfect. Why fun. am I
1: not doing that already? <laughs> I know. Why um, am I not there? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just following random girls. Yeah. <laughs> now I know.
2: That's Instagram. Um,
1: yeah, Instagram is follow demos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's the truth. Go through. <laughs> I'm following. I'm following Steve. This is my Instagram, Steve. And then the next five people are all models. For the occasional. <laughs> uplifting photograph <laughs> uplifting in more ways <laughs> than one um fearless defenders outsold books from other publishers in september but the only other marvel now titles <laughs> it i always feel like i have to say it that way <laughs> i know it's all caps for the next place for um titles it outsold was the already canceled morbius the living vampire which always gets canceled <laughs> poor morbius i know um with some of the closest other titles being Wolverine Max number 11. I thought that one was doing good though.
2: Yeah, it doesn't seem to be. Oh, well, wow. that well, Marvel is as overloaded like with Spider-Man. They're overloading it with with Wolverine characters. Yeah, there's too Common. many. So you got Wolverine in the X-Men, you got Wolverine his solo title Wolverine Max. It's like, dude, and then we got you know, See, the problem, Sunshine, you know.
1: We're going to we're, we're going to talk about this after this article real quick cuz I have I have something to say about this shit. In the already-canceled Gambit number 17, of course, Gambit. Now, many people will say that they weren't given enough time to find an audience. Conversations are different than shows. When Fearless Defenders debuted, debuted, it sold 53,680 issues and dropped to 28,244 issues in issue number two. That's significant. Um, September saw the lowest number. Of issues sold at 15,840. When you were falling that far that fast, it would be difficult to recover. That's the cold fucking truth. Um, that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I see with the, with and, and you hit it right on the head, it, the overload of Wolverine, I feel Marvel. When their movies are doing well, they do way too much. And that, that was really – if you think about the Spider-Man overload, it all started when the Spider-Man movies were doing really well, the, the Sam Raimi ones from back in the day. Right. And um, I feel that what they need to do – and I think they're, they're going this way with the um, Marvel Now and stuff like that – is they need to have one separate universe that's the movie. Right, like, or at least inspired by those characters, right, and you know to fill in the gaps between movies or whatever, and leave that over there yeah. for people to enjoy, and that can be, and that's a perfect jump off point for people to get into comics. You know, they see the Avengers and like, oh, this is dope. Oh, I'll just start reading this, and then you can start spreading out, and then the addiction continues. But I feel this like, oh, Wolverine movie did well. Let's make fifteen different Wolverine books. Yeah, well, the same it's thing. It's confusing.
2: We'll take DC and Batman. You know, exactly. I mean, how they do the many... same shit. Yeah, and did Batman, and now Batman and Superman. Now with the Batman Superman
1: movie, mm-hmm.
2: holy shit! You know there's gonna be a slew more you of know, the those.
1: Ba- the Batman suit, the new Batman Superman book is pretty tight. And I'm enjoying it, but how many more am I going to have to read? It? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, they're going to make like Batman Superman London, Batman Superman, you know, <laughs> it's just going to get stupid. Batman Superman Incorporated.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Batman Superman, the Dark Knight Brightest. Oh fuck it. <laughs> That's literally the title It ends in no fun. Yet. Batman Superman with Green Lantern. <laughs> oh no, whatever. they could do a B and M. Oh no, B and S. B S.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: B and S. And R, you know, like, yes. i mean, <laughs> if
2: they did <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but... Adam and Robin, Superman, that would be <laughs> weird. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's... Yeah, I mean, the, the comics... It, it's funny, too, because, like, Gambit's already cancelled after 16 issues. What cracks me up is that everybody's favorite X-Men, or they so they say, is Gambit. No, it isn't. And it's like... Really? Then why do his comics get canceled all the time?
1: Like, <laughs> Everyone's favorite character in the cartoon was Gambit. And that I'll agree with to the day I die. In the comic? No. Yeah. Not at all. When people ask, like, what was your favorite um, X-Men character? Everyone who's around our age, thinks of the cartoon first, even if they're a comic book fan, because that cartoon was so yeah. monumental. Right. You know, so they go Gambit, because Gambit was a fucking boss in that show. Yeah. Like, he was awesome. The accent was on point. He wore his sick-ass coat. He's just kicking everybody's ass, you know? So, yeah, he was my favorite from the, uh, Wolverine's kind of a douchebag in the cartoon, be honest, right. you know? But yeah, in the that's comic, true. He's whack in the comic, dude. Like, yeah. maybe not whack, but just just... He's a whatever character. You know, scrub,
2: motherfucker. (laughs) He's not even in, you know, in the Tier 1 category.
1: I don't even think he's in Tier 2. He's insane.
2: Maybe he's in that tier, you know, when you call it the cable company that has, like, the Russian, German, and the, like, French, you know,
1: programming. He's, like, in there. He's in the same tier... Of the people that took over the Fantastic Four when they got trapped in that other <laughs> just the fucking the, when that happened in Fantastic Four, it reminded me of um, the Replacements oh, <laughs> that football movie. Yeah. I'm like these these fucking rejects are taking over.
3: Oh my god! All
1: right, well, now we're straying into different paths. Let's right. continue with the
2: news. <laughs> All right, into uh, into uh, technology news. I know there's some of you out there that have to have your device as early as possible when you order it online and then pay extra to simply have it the next day some will even venture out of their homes to pick up pick up their device in the store well verizon is taking a better step than that for people who need to have their devices that same day and not leave their home basically you know, perpetuating the antisocial behavior. Verizon Wireless announced on Tuesday that they will begin same-day delivery program. This is a pilot program, so it is only available in some areas. If someone in Philadelphia places an order online by 10 a.m. on any weekday, they would have their device no later than 7 p.m. that same night. Nice, right? Well, the premium service will cost you $19.99, which is a small increase over the $14.99 that Verizon customers would pay for the next-day option. Although your device needs to be in stock and other options like standard and in-store pickup will still be available. Verizon claims that the option is already set to roll out in New York, San Francisco, Dallas, and Pittsburgh. Why Pittsburgh?
1: Um, That's weird.
2: I know. I'm sure people uh, will watch this closely because it is seldom that one provider will do this alone. So it will be interesting to see how AT&T decides to counter this strategy
1: they counter it by releasing a million phones. Yeah. yeah AT&T, gonna... if AT&T has one thing, it's the best phone selection I've ever seen in my life. That's true. They have so many awesome phones. And I find myself looking across the pond, you know, and just getting jealous of the phones. And then I see their plans and I go, oh, I'm not jealous. <laughs> but um, they get all the cool phones. Just
3: assholes. Yeah.
1: Then they eventually come to everybody else, but, you know, just saying. (laughs) Anyway, anyways, anyways, let me get myself ready for this article. Um, The fifth generation of the iPad has been revealed, and Apple has changed the pattern up a bit this time. And when I say a bit, I mean a bit. It's not too much of a change. Because remember, this is Apple after (laughs) all. Um, Calling their new tablet the iPad Air, the, quote, thinner, lighter, and more powerful device, is ready for you to play Angry Birds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Featuring a 9.7-inch retina display and only coming in at 7.5 millimeters thick, thick, I put think, Mm -hmm. Um, the device weighs an even one pound which is coming from 1.4 pounds of the previous generation's model. If you notice a difference between 1.4 and 1 pound, like, you must be an X-Men or something. (laughs) The iPad Air is the lightest and thinnest full-size tablet currently in production. The Air will be powered by Apple's A7 processor, the same chip in the iPhone 5S, While the Air features a 5-megapixel camera, dual microphone, and Siri, it doesn't have the 5S's thumbprint scanner, and no one gave a fuck. (laughs) The pricing for the Air is pretty normal, with the starting price sticking at $500 for your choice of silver or white. Um, No black, which is weird. Um, Racist bastards. I know. There is a cellular version coming as well. Uh, that will run you 629 and the iPad 2 will still stick around for some weird fucking reason as well at a lower $400 price point. They need to, If they're going to keep the iPad 2 around, they need to drop to $3. That's let us be real. Yeah. That shit's old. Um, if you're an iPad user, this should be exciting to see your tablet of choice getting more and more powerful and thinner every year. If you're not an Apple fan, then it's just business as usual. Um, I, think, I think it's interesting. I've seen online a lot of people are complaining about the price. They're saying it's too high. Last time I checked, all iPads were $500 when they first came out. Yeah, And the, the 629 for the cellular is right on point. I don't understand why they're complaining about the price. So, I don't know.
2: Uh, first, I think it's important to point out that Adam did an Apple story.
1: Which is very, very rare. Look, it's news,
3: <laughs> you
1: know. And, I'm,
3: <laughs>
1: and what are you gonna do? You have, you have, Okay, we have technology news, and it's the week the iPad Air came out. If one of us isn't talking about it, <laughs> you know, I am. I'm, I, I am impressed with. Um, I've actually got to hold one of these stupid things. I am impressed with uh, how thin it is. It is really thin. Mm-hmm. and and that's cool for a tablet I think that's awesome for a tablet very light um, and the retina display is awesome like it looks really good I've seen displays that look just as good mm-hmm. um, in other things but Apple doesn't want you to believe that it's the greatest display that can ever be created no it's not I looked at the Surface Pro 2 display and that thing was slick as shit too it looked pretty much the same Right. yeah If not prettier, just because it was, it didn't have iOS 7 on it. (laughs) It fucking looks like Hello Kitty designed it. Um, Or Lisa Frank. That's it. It's Lisa Frank. iOS 7 is Lisa Frank. Let's just call it iOS Lisa Frank. Jeez. I'm telling you, dude. Have you seen it?
2: The new, no, I haven't.
1: Yeah. Look it up. (laughs) Looks like fucking Lisa Frank designed it. It's stupid. And every all the Apple people are saying the same shit too. People in my store are freaking out.
3: <laughs> Why does it look like this? <laughs> all
2: right. Well, as we do each and every week, we find a company person or entity that does some that does something that simply reeks of douchebaggery, and they become the Lazy Geeks Douchebag of the Week.
1: The douchebag. douchebag.
2: And this one here is, uh, comes from uh, uh, NBCDFW.com. And uh, I'm trying to figure out where the hell that is. But it's under the weird news setting. So I'm going to actually skip the first line because it kind of gives everything away. So. The Dallas Safari Club is prepping, preparing to auction off an opportunity to – well, it doesn't matter because even in the second one, they do the same thing. So uh, <laughs> to hunt an endangered black rhino in Nambia to benefit the Save the Rhino Trust. Quote, this fundraiser is the first of its kind for an endangered species, Ben Carter DSC executive director said earlier this month uh, in a statement announcing the auction. The auctions to be held in early January is expecting to fetch between 250000 to $1 million, Carter told NBC5 by, um, by phone on Friday. The black rhino is critically endangered, according to the International Rhino Foundation, and it is esti- estimated that 5,000 live in the wild. When asked about offering a chance to hunt a member of the endangered species, Carter said, this is about saving a species, not one animal. Uh, The permit will be auctioned. I know, right? It's like, um, okay, we're going to try this cure for polio, which could kill this person. But but it's about
1: eliminating the disease, not the person.
3: Oh my god!
1: And even that makes more sense because it could be for the sake of research, but... right? But this is like I don't get how that. I already know. I already know a rhino will die if you shoot it. Yeah, like you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to demonstrate that. Oh. Uh... The
2: permit that uh, will be auctioned is the first of its kind ever to be issued on behalf of the government of the Republic of Nambia outside of the country, Carter said. In a press release, the DSC said that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has promised full cooperation with a qualified buyer. But the hunt has drawn widespread criticism on social media and was a focus on a segment of the Colbert Report on uh, Comedy Central on Thursday night. Uh,
1: now it's news. Yeah, I know,
2: right? Uh, now
1: Americans are paying attention. To right. Rest of the world. <laughs> uh,
2: it seems counterintuitive to sell the ability to shoot an animal as a means to save a species," said Rita Beving Griggs, a Dallas-based representative for this of the Sierra Club. Carter said he was concerned about how the auction is being perceived. The rhino will be hunted; will be older, non-breeding male. He said. Oh, okay. So that makes it better. So you should uh, uh. shoot the elderly, <laughs> not the young.
1: Definitely not the young. Uh, wow. Just kill the elderly. It's almost like it's. This is one of those situations where it's like, if you if you let him listen to his recorded voice, will he still feel the same? Because it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, first of all, you're inviting all the wrong people. If they right. if they're auction, if they're auctioning to hunt. A rhino. These people right. do not care about saving rhinos.
2: <laughs> I know it's like inviting a bunch of Ku Klux Klan men to a, you know, civil rights rally. You're like, um, by lynching someone. I mean, it's like, um, wait, what? How does that work? Uh, the DSC has has. A stated mission of conservation, education, and protecting hunters' rights. The auction will occur during the group's animal convention, which will be held January 9th through the 12th at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Dallas Convention Center. So,
1: yeah. I love, I love the protecting hunters' rights. Listen, hunters are important. I feel for overpopulated animals, and that's why uh, I can't speak for other countries. But that's why in America we have hunting seasons, right. like duck season, and and whatever other fucking seasons they have. Because if we don't, there'll be a million ducks <laughs> <laughs> like everywhere. Like I get that, but there is no no reason. There's no logical explanation you can give me that we should be hunting an endangered species.
2: Yeah, I mean, Not. especially in the effort to save the endangered species.
1: It's okay to like,
2: well, we're trying to save it. So it's okay. We'll offer something that they want. They'll hunt for it.
1: Wait, what? But. I don't it know. Makes no, it makes no sense.
2: Absolutely. It no sense. It really doesn't. Um, that's why when I saw it, I was like, usually I always cross with Adam. like, Hey, what do you think of this as a douchebag? But this is like, no, no, I
1: don't agree. what's funny is, is a lot of people at my, at like my work and stuff, they don't realize I, I don't, I don't like hunting. Like, I don't I don't fucking preach anything. I don't like hunting because I, I feel that we've developed to the point that we don't need to do it. You know what I mean? I don't like furs and all that bullshit. You know, because I just don't th- – I feel it's, there's no, it's not necessary. Right. You know, it's primitive behavior in a modern society. I saw one brought – I was out in uh, Phoenix one time. A quick story. You got this ritzy bit. You know, I was just kind of walking through. She had a fur. Uh, she was talking to her friend. This is uh, mink or whatever. She had like a little mink coat. I said, first of all, uh, Lucille Ball. <laughs> you know, who the hell wears mink coats anymore? And I was thinking to myself, and it was one of those coats where you can see the animal. Like this mm. is a real rit- ritzy affair. You know? Right, right. It's a lot of rich people that live here. And um, I'm th- I'm looking at her coat, and I'm like, it's so sad because you're you're wearing a dead animal. You're showing that because it's not even the fur. Like you can see. And it reminded me of cavemen. Yeah. Like when did that become a status symbol? Like we used to wear that shit because we would die because of the cold. And now it's like – Or even simply for food. Even simply for food. Yeah. And it's different when it's for that. Look at the Native Americans. They kill the the animals and it was part of their ritual to respect it. Like I'm not trying to get on a soapbox. But it seems like common sense to me. You know that that life obviously in this universe is pretty rare, as far as we know. It's at least rare in the solar system. And why do, why destroy it just so you can look pretty? Like yeah. that doesn't make any sense.
3: Yeah. Know?
1: Just selfishness of the human race.
2: Oh yeah. And well, that's what we are. All right.
1: Well, I'm I'm just too pimp for that shit.
2: Basically.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Now I don't kill the animal. The animal just lays on me. <laughs> Yeah, if you make friends with a bear, he might just cuddle with you when you're cold.
2: He may just lie on the ground and then you lay with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think of that, did you? Yeah, I know, right? And if he doesn't, (laughs) you're a douchebag anyway, so the bear eats you. Yeah, because you bought a fucking bear. (laughs) (laughs) There's a tiger in the
3: bathroom.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so really quickly we'll jump into uh, site comments uh chwomp uh on my Darren Aronofsky versus <laughs> uh versus Paramount about the whole Noah movie uh quote that's the thing that bugs me about large studios like Paramount they want their spin on it and rarely relinquish control to the director i'm glad that aronofsky is not letting paramount per, um control his project even if they are paying <laughs> for most of it uh basically what it is is the whole concept of it was Darren Aronofsky, who did Black Swan and uh, movies like that, is doing an adaptation of the graphic novel version of Noah. And, of course, when they sent it out to like do some screenings on it, it's getting less than stellar response. Yeah. And uh, so... Paramount is trying to like, hey, well, since this is a major temple movie for us, here's some notes. And Aronofsky is basically saying, oh, yeah, I'm not looking at those. I'm doing the movie the way I want to. So. And uh, to be honest, Paramount probably should have a better idea. Hey, we're going to do a big, giant budget graphic graphic novel adaptation of Noah. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. You want to take over the next one?
1: Yeah, why not? So, C O D gamer, COD gamer for short,
3: Hmm.
1: uh, posts on Activision's announce. Activision announces Call of Duty: Ghosts. It has rained a lot since this news. I don't know what that means.
3: Hmm.
1: I'm I'm assuming it means a lot has happened since this news broke because this is an older art. Yeah. Um, The interesting thing now would predict if will if it will sell more in the first week than the other super game GTA five this year. Um I clean that up a little bit. Yeah. Um the I don't think well honestly I think GTA five was going to do more for a few reasons. Call of Duty is as huge as Call of Duty is, it's it's practically a sports game now. Right. Um, there's a certain demographic that plays first-person shooters to the point that they need to buy it the first week yeah we'll all play it eventually but not all of us need feel the drive to run out and get the latest call of duty especially ghosts it's it's not even on the main storyline i mean everyone's excited for fine but grand theft auto is that's a fucking event right like when grand theft auto comes out everybody wants grand theft auto you know i mean it's very this little kids don't get it. That's about it. Everybody else wants Grand Theft Auto, right? Um, and being that it's mostly single player, everybody wants to buy it because it's this epic storyline. You know, you could rent Call of Duty and finish the story in like two fucking seconds.
2: Yeah. So, well, like we were talking earlier, and you know, I said that it possibly could. You know, after thinking about it for for a little bit, you, you know, I I kind of agree with you that the um, Call of Duty the the Rabbit fans will get the first game but the thing is is that GTA doesn't come out every year exactly the, f- the last game we had was at the birth of the PS4 exactly so call of duty this and plus this is a new call Won't of birth duty the, PS, the ps3 or the ps3 sorry um the the thing is is that this is also a new entry into the call of duty this is not black ops and this is not modern warfare this is a completely different part of the franchise. So, you know what? I would, I probably would be surprised if it beat GTA numbers. Now, in the long run, it
1: could. In the long haul, it definitely could. Especially because the thing that hurts um, Grand Theft Auto Five in the long game is it is single player. Yeah. So eventually people are going to beat it and they're going to loan it to their friends. And then yeah. the sales just stop. Right, you know, um, they kind of try to expand it with Grand Theft Auto Online, but I don't really think it's going to be as successful as everyone thinks it's going to be.
3: Yeah,
2: especially now they haven't even fixed everything up yet. I know. Um, so. but yeah, in the long term, I think Call of Duty will do it. But in the first week, yeah, I don't, I don't think. Cause, and also too, um, I keep saying that also too. Also, you got to keep in mind that yeah, not everybody buys it the first week. Every, it's a lot of people now because they know there's going to be a new one coming out, they're going to wait for you know the collector's edition or the special edition that'll come yeah. out that will come out in like a few months so there's no real need for it to have it right away since there's going to be a new one next year
1: and also when did when does Call of Duty Ghost come out does uh, it come out the, does it come out before the new systems come out uh yeah it comes out a little bit before and that's going to hurt it too and, yeah because a lot of people are going to wait and they're going to get it with their pre-order for either the PS4 or the Xbox one yeah because, and, and I'm not saying that's going to hurt the game, but it's going to hurt the whole comparison of the first week sales. Because right. Grand Theft Auto 5 came out for current generation systems. The shit was already there in your living room. Right. So everybody could just go pick it up and play it. Same thing with Batman Origins. Batman Origins has been doing well. Not GTA numbers, yeah. but it's been doing well. You know, yeah. and, But again, I think Origins is getting on the next-gen consoles as well. So you're seeing a lot of people are going to wait. Because of a limited system, and it's, I think, but also too, I think Call of Duty um, Ghosts, yeah, it is. It's one of those um, those games for at least the PS4 that if you buy it now, you could pay ten bucks and you'll get to get it for your PS4 as well. Yeah. I don't know if the Xbox does that too, but I know the PS4 does. Yeah. Um. So that's cool little upgrade thing. I wish they would do that with. All the games coming out this month and next month, but they're only doing it with like the hot titles. Yeah. Y- um, Yolo, motherfucker. Yolo. Yolo. <laughs> you do what you got to do. Right. Um. I honestly just I I it's so stupid. People make fun of me at work because it's a lot of Call of Duty fans at work. Yeah. Um. I, I Call of Duty's cool. Kind of like Battlefield. I'm still a f- my first person shooter of choice is Halo. Mm. I just like Halo. Like it's just it's a little faster. It's not so like I don't know. It's just not so like there's a certain formula to play, you know. You, you could just have fun playing Halo yeah. with your friends, you know, and just goof off.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, I'm actually kind of weaning off of first-person shooters. You know, I mean, I'm I'm getting into more of the just you know, just I don't know. It just seems that I'm I'm kind of pulling away from like, you know, I begrudgingly bought Black Ops two because I heard a lot of things about it and i was playing it, and i'm like okay this is the same shit so it kind of stuns me when people are saying that about arkham origins that it's kind of the same shit it's like um wait you guys all bought call of duty right
1: <laughs> this is the thing too and in call of duty and even activision has said that they have a formula it works and i i was reading an interview a few days ago and i don't remember exactly who said it but it was big wig and activision said that um it's gotten to the point that fans of the series don't expect it to change much. They expect it to be the same formula with slight variations, maybe a few extra game modes, better graphics, of course, different storylines, stuff like that. But they, it's, it's become a sports game where it's, it's the same thing over and over again, right. but in a good way. You know, because that's what the fans want. They don't want it to change. No. You know, and then, you know, when they want to make drastic changes, like Ghosts is introducing dogs. That's a pretty big game mechanic. Yeah. You know, if you're going to have dogs helping you out. But now that's in the Ghost line. I I, I doubt that you'll see dogs in the next one that's for the main yeah. Call of Duty line. You know, so they, they're smart about it. You know, but Battlefield's the same way. But Battlefield's weird because they do change shit up. Yeah. Like, and and you, but what's the what's the risk? Battlefield Three. They changed a lot of shit there, and a lot of people didn't like it.
3: Yeah.
1: They had to apologize for Battlefield Three, <laughs> and then make Battlefield Four. You know, and, and Battlefield Four, what Three should have been. <laughs> I've been hearing. I I haven't played it, but I've been hearing some really positive um feedback from battle the Battlefield Four beta. Like really positive. Like people are saying, "Fuck this game is the shit." Yeah. So we'll see. And yeah. yeah, that could hurt fucking Call of Duty Ghost sales too. Yeah, true. But most people, if they're into first person just going to buy both. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind you to check out our website, thelazygeeks.com, where you can get all sorts of news in the world of geekdom. Also, be sure to subscribe to our Lazy Geeks Network on either iTunes or via the website, where you can get all of our podcasting content, including the In the Ink podcast. The Lazy Ring of Death, the Cinephile Podcast, and our brand new monthly podcast, Geek in the Life, uh, which will actually debut later this week. Uh, like us on Facebook or add us to your circle on Google. Follow us on the Twitter at The Lazy Geeks, one word. You can follow me at TLG, Stephen Vargas. I promise to be posting more. Um, or you can follow Adam over there, at TLG, Adam Riley. And I promise nothing.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> Adam doesn't give a fuck, YOLO bitch. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are on Instagram. You can follow me at Shinzon30. Uh, the Lazy Geek's theme is provided by Kevin McLeod. So be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next week... <sighs> A piece out.
3: Come on.